This is Tom Fitzmaurice with the second course of the food show. It's our program of eating and drinking and restaurants and cooking and wine and all the other things that make New Orleans a wonderful place to be. And another wonderful place where for all, a lot of the same ex urges, although with different flavors, is Lafayette. And that's where we are today. We're doing our program here, testing out a new piece of equipment and then digging up all the restaurateurs we know. And we started off with our host. It's Tommy Satanovich. He is the uh, the real boss man of Drago's Restaurant. When my son, mom's not around. Dra when, when his mother's not around. I've seen that in action. So, but uh, you're lucky to have a mother like that. I'm sure <laughs> you think so, too. Anyway, uh, Drago's has had a restaurant here in Lafayette for a year, probably a little over a year. And... Uh, and we've been talking about it. And we, you know, this this came up. We were just over there having lunch, I think. And the next thing I know, we were coming over here and, and hanging out for a while and then doing one of our Eat Club things. And uh, that's tonight. We have about 20-something uh, people coming. I was very pleased to see. And uh, we have probably a room for a couple more if you want to join us. Uh, we're starting at 6, 6.30. Tonight, it's uh, going to be a, uh, a mini-course dinner. It's a family-style dinner with lots of everything that comes out to the table, all the things that you would expect to find at Drago's, and it is uh, $75. That includes tax tip wine and everything, and uh, every time we do a dinner over at Drago's, it's always a sellout and always fantastic. And we've done that, as you know, for a lot of our cruises. Before we go on our cruises, we get everybody to come to... to uh, to dinner, and we've always done it at Drago's, mainly because we've always done it at Drago's, which is a good enough reason for me. And uh, and we always pack the house. And, but then what's funny is that after we get back from the cruise, uh, we'll also often have another party to talk about the cruise. And one thing that always comes up was, you know, we had a lot of great food during the cruise, but to tell you the truth, I don't think anything was as good as what we had at the dinner at Drago's at the beginning. So... It's tough to beat them oysters it's, now. It's tough to beat them oysters. There's no question about that. Yeah. Uh, you know what? We never talk about lobster to the point where when people call me and they ask me where to go to get lobsters, I always say right out of the top of my head, go to Drago's. They've got the best price. It comes from a really good place. I know because I've been there. And it's, uh, that's, that's to me the place to go. And they say, well, gosh, I always get oysters here. Well, get both. You know, get there's both. nobody going to stop yeah. you. Uh, could you tell me, I'm going I'm to just swap this over to you so it works better. Okay. Uh, you, uh, you, you do a lot of lobsters out of here, but uh, where do they come from? Uh, what are you looking for? Do you get any real big ones? And do you think big ones are better than little ones? And, you know, well, give, me, give me some lobsters. Well, actually, yes. And there's a lot of misconceptions with lobster. You know, we call it a Maine lobster. Well, a Maine lobster, most of the Maine lobsters that we serve in the not just us, all restaurants that they serve in the United States come out of Canada. Canada yeah. They're all Canadian cold water lobsters out of the Nova Scotia area and uh, up up in the north, you know, up in the north, uh, north of, because lobsters migrate not as much up and down the coast, but to the deeper water. And uh, as the water temperature changes, they go to the deeper water, and then they come back to the more shallow water. So uh, most of our lobsters come out of the northeast. They, uh, we go through, and in between our four restaurants, uh, a couple thousand pounds a week uh, on a regular basis. Wow. Um, you know, people a lot of times talk about what lobster is better, what size is better. 
Uh, I'm going to tell you I like a little bit larger lobster. And some people say the bigger the lobster, the tougher it is. Well, that's not necessarily correct. Usually, the more you overcook a lobster, the tougher it gets. Sometimes they'll you know, cook a lobster and then soak it, uh, whether they soak it in seasoning like you uh, serve crawfish and stuff like that, or whether they just put it uh, ice and, you know, in a cold water bath. Soaking a lobster also toughens the meat a little bit. So what I like to do is when I get a big lobster, and I'm now I'm talking about four or five pounds, when you get something like that and you share it between two, three, four people, I like to take that lobster, whatever that cook time is supposed to be traditionally for that lobster, we cut it in half. We cook it halfway, then we crack the claws a little bit and crack the tail. Now that lets the hot water, or in a sense, that lobster broth get into the meat and cook it a little further. So instead, whatever that half time is, whether it's five or 10 minutes left over on that cook time, we cut that in half and just cook it for another, you know, half of that time. So we, we shorten the cook process and, and now your lobster is not as tough. It's got a great flavor. It has, uh, and, and, and it's got that great sweet meat taste to it. A lot of people say, well, let's cook it like we cook crawfish. To me, I, I was going to mention that. Yeah. I, I think that's a really bad idea that's, with the crawfish boil and all of that. That's stuff. just like cooking crawfish with no seasoning, yeah, but opposite. Yeah, yeah. You know, the lobsters are not you. designed for that. They're, they're designed for that sweet, that butter, a little, if you want to go a little savory, put a little bit of salt. Uh, but that's, that, you know, and a lot of times in our restaurant, we do it with the butter garlic sauce and charbroil it. And uh, that's, that's very, very popular. But even that, for me, yeah. I don't do that. I no. just want a regular lobster. Now, if I'm serving a cold lobster, you got to do that with cocktail sauce. And, you know, just regular lobster tail with cocktail sauce. Or, But, uh, but lobster, is a great, lobster is a great seafood. It is a uh, uh, just really, really nice. And then we buy so much of it, we try to, you know, pass that savings on to our customers as well, uh, where our lobsters now are... Uh, somewhere in the $18 a pound range, where I know, I, you know, when I've gone out to other restaurants, I've seen it in the $25 uh, a pound range. And, you know, that starts adding up when you start getting a two and three <laughs> pound whatever, lobster. Yeah. Uh, but it's good. It's, it's, some, it's some good eating. Yeah, they, uh, the, the lobsters, uh, you know, it, it, we when we visited that part of the world uh, just God, a couple of months ago, we went out and we did and and eat of in the lobster. Uh, what do they call them? Peggy's Cove. Peggy's Cove and uh -huh. around there, and they, they pulled them up and we ate them right away. I mean, right out of the water, and we were eating them 15 minutes later. The best way I've ever had a lobster was up in Marblehead, Massachusetts, and they took the lobster out of the water. They cooked it in seawater and they cooked it with a lot of seaweed. Now the environmentalists won't let them ship seaweed anymore. But when you get a lobster and you cook it in seaweed and you, you have that yeah, and you steam it and you do the same thing that I just said, just undercook it a little bit. Now you get that sea flavor while you're uh, eating that lobster. Oh, it, it, it is with a little bit of butter. Absolutely. It's delicious. Unbelievable. I was hoping you wouldn't say and it's. Mamma mia. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, that's the other guy. Call. That's the other side of Causeway. <laughs> you know, especially when I hear the words uh, outstanding more than once in the 
in a period of a, a minute or two. Or, or my guests love this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love Andrea. Love Andrea. Yeah. I love Andrea. I love him. Yeah. Well, anyway, so uh, you've got lobsters of all sizes pretty much all the time right. over, there. Uh, and, over and here. I'm saying here we, we have actually in all of our restaurants we have all the sizes. Yeah. And, and then you know for somebody that really wants a treat. If they call us a couple days in advance, we can get an 8, 9, 10, 12-pound lobster. And now you share Real that monster. between six or seven people. It is not tough. And, again, you don't want to over – as long as you don't overcook it, you take that cook time, you cut it in half, and then you crack the claw a little bit to get that you know, that hot water into the, uh, into the actual – penetrate the shell and go into the meat. It is really, 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 trust me, it is really, really good. I have a group of guys that I have coffee with on uh, every morning, and for the holidays, we always get together for dinner. Uh, Melvin Rodriguez is one of our guys, so he'll do a big breakfast for all of us at 33, and I'll do a dinner for all of us um, in our restaurant, and I'll do those big lobsters, and, and the claw will be as big as your hand, and uh, and that's what we do, and we cook it with, you know, we, we change that. The meat is tender. It is very tasty and delicious. Well, you can't beat that. Tasty nope. and delicious, That's too, it. at the same time. There you go. You, you never get that. There you go. Well, it's uh, you, you um, decided to make lobster a specialty, even though it's not a local seafood. I, I don't think anybody pays much attention to that. But the uh, I remember you were telling me that the restaurant was you know, maybe a little soft, uh -huh. and you were thinking of something new to capture the attention of customers and maybe bring more people in. And the idea was to do the lobsters, kind of inspired by the old Frankie uh, Crazy Johnny's, Crazy Johnny's right across the street with their four dollar and ninety five cent fillet. Yeah, I would scratch my, I would literally sit there and watch all the people coming in over line, there yeah, and down scratch the my head. What are they doing? You know, we've been here forever, and you know, and I look at them. They just come in, and you know, it's a bar, and now it turns into you know this steakhouse, and and they're crushing it, and all the people are everywhere. You know, what what can we do? And being a seafood restaurant, you know, lobster came to mind. They got yeah. steak there, lobster on this side. And, uh, but that, yes, the inspiration for, you know, the lobster, uh, at, you know, for a lesser price and not the uh, standard price was because of Crazy Johnny's and the inspiration that yeah. uh, came from over there. God bless uh, Johnny Shram. And, uh, what a character she uh, was. She was so just she a, was... such a special lady. And, really unique. Uh, uh, we really miss her in that neighborhood. And, you know, God bless her now. She's. So, nice lady, and you know, thank you, Johnny. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. up for her. Well, there you go. Uh, anyway, things just rocking and rolling over at Drago's these days, as you can hear. And uh, thanks for doing the, this dinner for us. Oh, I'm and, thrilled. Uh, I can't we, wait. We have a. Uh, it's an interesting menu. Sounds great. You like? I thought you were you were dubious about it. No, it's it's a serious menu. The Eat Club doesn't eat light. You know that after all and, these and years. And you know me. If I'm involved, yeah. anything worth doing is worth overdoing. Yeah, sure. That's good. Well, nice. Always nice talking to you. Thank you. Also, you know, I know you, you always tell me, don't forget about it. But Drago's after the hurricane, they were back faster than just about any other restaurant in the city. And one of the things that was going on at that time is that there were people who truly didn't have any food. They had no food. They didn't have water. They didn't have anything out in Metairie and, and all over the place. And you stepped forward and you started making lunch boxes. And all you had to do was walk up. Uh, almost 80,000. 80,000. Almost, almost 80. Almost 80. People. Uh, this from a one-unit 
family-owned restaurant. But we had a lot what of help. What a contribution. We had a lot of help, well, a lot it, of good it, friends. Yeah, but, you know. It, it was a pleasure to drive we, that train. You're, you're a class act, in my mind, forever, just because of that. What a, what a contribution to the city. Thank you, you know, sir. As, as, we're, as we were all working all we could to try to get the truck rolling again, and here you are doing it. Because uh, we have a great uh-huh. city. We Actually, do the, have a great city. The Drago's, the the Drago's um, generosity, I remember, all the way back to the Croatian War. Remember when your mom had oh, the mom, entire yes. bar? Yes, she did. Full of medicine and clothes and <laughs> baby wow. food and all of that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, that's that's the family. That's what you grew up with, and that's why I'm sure you Can are say, where you are. Family is the most special thing. You, know, you can't go past family. No, you can't. Well, thanks for letting us be here. My we pleasure. Hope we're part of your family. I'm not going anywhere. I'll be around. Okay, good. I'll be around. Anyway, I'll definitely be back. Welcome back. We're coming to you live from Drago's in Lafayette. We're having a dinner here tonight, and we'd love to invite you to it. We have not a whole lot of space available, but a little bit. And uh, it's a $75 dinner, and it starts off with the char grilled oysters, of course, and then followed by the, believe it or not, the tacos of grilled alligator. And it, it sounds awful, and, but when you look at it, it's very eye-appealing. It, is, it really is, yeah. It really is nice. And then... Uh, They're getting rave reviews. Yeah, well, I loved it. Yeah, I, I only had it once, but I tried it out. I thought it was terrific. Then they're doing those shrimp that they do that has the peanuts in the, in the sauce, and it's a little sweet and a little spicy. That's good. Then they, that salad with all the crab oh, meat on it. Fabulous. I get that almost every time I go. And then lobsters, big lobsters with uh, all sorts of garnishes and a filet as well. Lobster with Marco sauce. Lobster with Marco sauce. It's a creamy? It's a creamy pasta Mm, with shrimp and, uh, yeah, with shrimp and lobster. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, that sounds good so far. And then after that, we're doing uh, bread pudding. A petite filet. A petite filet. Where did that come from? It's in the menu. It's in the menu, huh? Okay. Well, it's... I know he always uh, has a way of doing that over the years. Whenever we did uh, any of our dinners at Drago's, uh, there, there would always be one or two more dishes than we had bargained for. So uh, oh, looks like it's happened again. <laughs> anyway, that's tonight in Lafayette. You know, just, it's not happening in Metairie or any of the other places. Uh, but right here in Lafayette, uh, you know, I... I, I we miss in not coming here often enough. There's a lot of food to be had here. We did a lot of it. We had some boudin. We had uh, we had a meat pie. It just this is just while we're waiting to get on the air, and then we've got all this stuff coming up tonight. It's going to be a feasting sort of night. Anyway, maybe you can join us. I'd love to meet you, and uh, you might even like meeting me and, uh, and Marianne, who are who doesn't go out in public too much. <laughs> Or so says. You make it sound like I need a crane to lift me out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know I didn't mean that, because that would be death. And there's, you know, I'm, I'm too young to die just yet. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, she's not believing me. I, something's wrong. It's the food show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. Uh, our phone number today, have we, are we still on the old phone number? 260-6368. I'm going to assume that we are. Two six zero six three six eight. 
If you have anything on your mind, if you've been to a good restaurant lately, if you're looking for one, if you're trying to figure out where to go on uh, Christmas or Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, we're getting to the point where uh, that is becoming difficult to find sometimes, especially the very well-known restaurants. But there are plenty of them that are going to be out there, and I'm composing a list of those that I should have out before the week is out. Uh, so, uh, also, let's see, we have another event tomorrow. It's going to be at the Roosevelt Hotel. We have, uh, we have a year-long contract to show up at the Roosevelt Hotel uh, pretty often, and we are doing everything from uh, just talking about this and that and the holidays and looking at all the decorations, but we go beyond that to try a lot of uh, interesting dishes this time around. We will be doing this in the Fountain Lounge. That's uh, on the Barone Street side of the hotel and uh, right next door to the Sazerac Bar. And uh, we are going to be there doing our show, first of all. And then after that, uh, I'm going to stay and have dinner. And we don't have a set menu and we order a price or anything like that. Uh, you can just order off the menu as you like. There will be live music. And uh, that all starts tomorrow evening at uh, 6.30, I think, at the Roosevelt Hotel. I drop in, and uh, I'd love to sit down and have dinner with you. So uh, give us a buzz. Steve is on the phone. Steve, come on in. Welcome. Hey, how's it going, Tom? Well, we're just rolling along. Thank you for being there. Absolutely. Um, is Tommy still with you? Uh, no, not at the moment, uh, but okay. uh, I can get well, it. I, I just wanted to tell you, you can pass it along to him or whatever. My stepfather moved down here from Oklahoma. He was a big fan of Drago's. And when he died after his funeral, the whole family went to Drago's. And we told the waitress, as long as people are eating them, bring the charbroiled oysters. <laughs> and that yeah, was uh, well, that was a real tribute to my stepfather, how much he loved the oysters. And like we used to laugh, say, you're from Oklahoma, you can't like oysters. <laughs> yeah, they don't really have very good oysters out there. No, no, absolutely, especially when he moved here in like 70. They didn't Punk have any city, oysters. You know, yeah, they're really hard to come by. Yeah, their their favorite food there is chicken fried steak with white with you know white gravy, which oh, well, is don't you it, love it? It's okay, it's okay, but it, it, you know I, I don't mind eating it about once every two or three or four years. White oh, sauces that have no real flavor in them just are uh, among my most hated. Yeah, okay. Well, like I said, I don't hate it that much. There is stuff I would rather not eat than that, but, you know, it's definitely not one of my – it's not what I would want my area of the country to be known for. That's for doggone sure. No. Oh, no. And, and it's mostly corn. It's, and that, that that carries its own burden. Yeah, yeah. Corn, all you right. know, the corn capital. I mean, then all of a sudden you're talking about the humor of Tommy uh, – oh, no, I don't. Yeah, yeah. No, no, don't go there. Be nice. No, well, yeah, well, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be nice. Okay. Uh, All right. Talk to you sometimes later. Difficult. Thank you. It's great having you on the, share, on the uh, show with us. Our number is 260-6368. You are welcome to give us a call and tell us what's cooking over at your house. Oh, you know what? Uh, I'm open in, and eager enthusiastically 
uh, in pursuit of reports on Revion dinners. They have begun, I'm sure you know, if you pay any attention to them at all. Uh, these are four-course dinners that are put on by about 65, 70 restaurants this year, with more being added just about every day. So what goes on is that the menus are created specifically to give a feeling of the holidays and to bring out you know, some dishes and unusual ingredients that you don't see most of the rest of the year. For example, there are always two or three restaurants that do a bush de Noel. This is uh, a cake, or it's really almost a souffle, really, uh, that is made in the shape of a, a log that you would throw on your fire to keep warm. And, and some of them are so convincing that you almost think that that's what it is, but that turns up at Christmas. That's a real Christmas thing. So uh, you, you might see it in a few restaurants, and uh, that will go on till the end of the month. All those ready on menus, I've been featuring one in the newsletter every day. You can get that at nomenu.com, N-O-M-E-N-U. And today we're coming to you live from Lafayette, Lafayette, Louisiana. Great to be here. It's a town that's every bit as enthusiastic about food as we are here in New Orleans, or, or there, I should say, because I'm here. Well, you know. Uh, Tommy Sokanovich, who's the boss man over at Drago's, he is our host today. He asked us if we could come by and try out the new equipment here and then. Well, as long as we're here, why don't we do an eight-course dinner on top of it? So, <laughs> why not? I mean, why indeed not? Uh, Marianne, my lovely wife, is sitting right here, and she had an idea. Uh, your family is very proudly Croatian. Very Croatian. Very Croatian. And uh, there must be quite a food culture there because they have... Uh, we have so many people in the restaurant business in New Orleans whose names end with itch. Itches, bitches, and son of a bitches. <laughs> well, I'm glad you said it and not me. But anyway, here, I'm going to put this thing over on you. And uh, and do you have any, uh, I mean, you've been to Croatia a number of times. And, uh, and I've been there a couple of times mm -hmm. myself. You actually went to my grandmother's house. I did. I had yes. a, a wonderful Terrible meal. view there, huh? <laughs> It's this amazing, it's, it's sort of like this, uh, almost like a, a fjord, but mm -hmm. it's like a big crack in a very tall uh, mountain. And below that is the bluest water you'll ever see in an ocean in your life. And, and the fort that's right next door to my grandmother's house yeah. is the Game of Thrones fort. That's where they no film kidding. it. Yes, absolutely. So that's, you know, since you've been there, that's their, their new claim to fame to... Uh, next door to my grandmother's house. So my grandmother's house is next door to the fort from the Game of Thrones. What do you know? Uh, spectacular. <laughs> but I got to tell you, whether it's there or down the block from there or around the corner, uh, Croatia is just, and especially Dubrovnik, is just uh, unbelievable. And, and, you know, when you talk, you know, people always say, well, where do I eat when I go to Dubrovnik? Anywhere. And, and I'm going to tell them anywhere, and, and I'll, I'll take it and add enough, anywhere where they have outside seating, stay there you'll i've never gotten a bad meal uh, every time i go unless it's raining of course which doesn't happen whether you're in the old town or right outside the old town uh you know going closer to my grandmother's house all of they've got lots and lots of outdoor uh restaurants or all the restaurants have you know sections that are outdoors it, it's just something that we can't do that often in new orleans because of our weather but uh but the most important thing is the food is all good 
it, it's I mean really very really simple. good. Whether it's very simple, whether you're whether you're having seafood or whether you're having you know like my favorite food over there is chivapchichi. Oh, and, that's and no, I didn't curse you out. It, it's, it's a, a sausage. The little sausage. Those are irresistible. They, they they make them with ground beef. And uh, and some some people put a little bit of lamb, a little bit of veal in it, but uh, but what they do is they, they hand roll these sausages. They serve it with raw onions, and they have a uh, sauce called Ivar, which is kind of like a it's it's red like ketchup. It looks like a relish, but it's made with uh, bell peppers and red peppers, and and uh, absolutely delicious. And so you take the the, the sausage with the onions and the ivar it is one of my favorite foods we used to we make them every once in a while uh here in new orleans at the restaurant uh just a great 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 dish the, and of the, course here is this i mean chibapchichi in case you're wondering what this, you're not going to see that too much around here every now and then somebody somebody will pop up and yeah, put them yeah. but uh but that's one of my favorites and then of course you know the stuffed cabbage rolls. The sarma is really, really good Love there. Love that. So, you know they they yeah, do uh, sauerkraut and cabbage. It's all wrapped up. I, I remember when your mom was doing mom some Croatian make, uh -huh. dishes on the menu at Drago's. Uh, that was one I really thought was good. Sarma. That that's yeah. and you serve that with potatoes. Yeah, and we we had I think about ten different Croatian dishes on our menu, but uh, we st we slowly started weaning them. Remember the moussaka? I the do. Moussaka was really good, and, and we've been weaning them. We weaned them off. And at the end of the day, there's a whole lot more people that want to go out to eat New Orleans style seafood than uh, Croatian food and that type of ethnic yeah. food. Um, and, and to ensure the quality on a regular basis with the volume, uh, we just had no choice where it kind of got lost. And uh, but uh, but I still like to eat it. I love it. And, uh, they have a paprikash dish where you take uh, stewed onions and bell peppers, and then you mix it with grilled pork, and then you saute it down together. Really, oh man, just uh, again, really home cooking. Uh, it's all home cooking. Home cooking, but, but and, everywhere and, you go. Everywhere you go in Croatia, you, you, the, the outdoor restaurants and cafes, they're all really good. So, you know, you don't have to worry about doing your homework and uh, what, where am I going to eat when I go there? You know, every place is really, really good. Yeah. Uh, let, me, let me steal this back. Uh -huh. uh, when, whenever I've been there, I, I walk away uh, really amazed. And some of the restaurants there, there's one of them, the name of which I can't remember right now, but they send me... A card every year saying, "Oh, it's the, the Christmas holidays, and and come visit us again from Dubrovnik." Uh huh. Of and all places. Of all places, who would ever expect that? But I'm charmed by it. So uh, you know, I go there every time I'm there, and it's been a while. You know, we haven't gone. If you if you ever take a cruise that puts you in that general direction, go there. Absolutely, don't miss it. If you've never been to Dubrovnik, it's an incredible city. It's the only two cities in all of Europe that have a complete set of walls around wall the outside, just like a, it's what, their defense mechanism. I can't remember. Uh, we, we, we've been there, too, though. Uh, whatever it is, I can't remember. But uh, mm -hmm. you still have the house walls. And uh, also, if you start touring around, you find that you feel like you've stepped into a time machine in the way that everybody 
talks to you and everybody's your friend and it, it's it's really and then you see the cars and, and the then streets, the language you and... have no clue as to what's being said oh yeah but then again there was that magic moment on the, this is one of my favorite moments ever in the history of this show uh i was talking with drago and and he was telling me things that you know i, I don't know if you explain it but let's just say that drago had a fairly thick accent you think? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make it, you know, uh, subtle. But anyway, he just sat there and he went on for about 15 minutes. And then uh, then we went on to other things. And the first caller I got was from a guy who said, you know, I've been listening to that conversation you were having with Drago. And I got to tell you, I thought he was really interesting. But I didn't understand a word he said. But I, I really thought everything he said was really fascinating. And he meant it, too. <laughs> oh, man. My dad was, he, one thing for sure, he was a character. He was, he was an absolute character. Well, we that's what you dearly. want in this business. You yeah. want somebody. Going on yeah. two years now, yes, yeah. in February. Well, well, uh, and, and well missed and, yeah. and never forget him. Very uh, proud of my dad and, uh, and miss him dearly. Yeah. This this uh, program has just rolled right on by, huh? It was Tommy. Easy. Well, I mean, Tommy's got a million stories, and and there's so many. I mean, you know, having a culture and having a lot of culture behind you, it really uh, enriches your life more than you can imagine. And it just uh, the more you learn about these things, the better you are. But no kidding, folks. If you ever have the opportunity to go to Croatia, do it. I mean, you will really, really enjoy yourself. Zagreb, yes, that's Zagreb. the capital. That's more inland. Uh, been there a couple times. Zagreb, we're talking about there. All right, let's see. Do we need a break? I, I'm thinking no. Okay, and we've done it? I guess so. All right. Our program today is also sponsored by Porter and Luke. I mentioned earlier that, no kidding, Every time I go there, I get the turtle soup because I think it's as good as it is. And so I've run into only, well, I'd put it in my top five. Let's just leave it at that. That's a beginning, but that's only a beginning because they do other, other uh, soups every day. And uh, the, the turtle soup is almost always there, but they, uh, they have many other kinds of soups that you could try. They're pretty good at it. Uh, the other thing that uh, has always impressed me about Porter and Luke is that they bring in some unusual fish that uh, I particularly like, just to name one, uh, sheep's head. I think sheep's head is an underrated fish, big time. But uh, for one reason or another, I hear the fishermen don't really like catching it too much. But the uh, it's a wonderful fish, and they get other things too, various kinds of uh, snappers and, and all of that. Uh, that on a menu that also has poor boy sandwiches has these really great salads. The one I like best is the three-way wedge salad in which they cut the head of lettuce. Instead of in the two wedges or four wedges, they give you three. One of them is topped with shrimp remoulade and a lot of the sauce. Another is crab meat and rabagot sauce. And the third is some fried oysters with some blue cheese dressing on top of that. It really makes a great salad. And there is no romaine lettuce on it. You don't have to worry about it, whether you go for that or not. Anyway, all of this is at Porter and Luke's. I gave Marianne a look, and she gave me a roll, wait, a roll of her eyeballs, because uh, that, that's coming from some evil 
No, I'm just saying. Well, I don't think worried about Rosita's fuel. No. Well, no, I mean, no, listen, I, it's still out there, and, uh, and as long as the USDA or whoever it is says don't eat it, I ain't eating any. You can have all of mine. Yeah, you can not eat it, but quit worrying about it. Well, I don't eat it. It's not like I think about it day and night. Anyway, uh, where was I? Was I in the middle of something? Porter and Luke. Porter and Luke, yeah. Porter and Luke, uh, they have a private dining room in case that's something you could use this time of year. A lot of people have companies or offices or families who want to get together, but they don't have the room for it. And there are not all that many restaurants in, uh, in Metairie that have private dining rooms. I know you do at Drago's. Yes, we do. Uh, do you, are you still using the ones across the street? No. No. Okay. No. This when, is just when we open, on... when we open the big mm. dining room, yeah. we close the ones across the street, and now we just work out of the of the main building. So we have the second and third yeah. floor that is just private parties now, and then table service only downstairs. Yeah. When's the? Yeah, that you've got a say, big project going on. Be done, but you're gonna... Oh. <laughs> you're gonna I. Okay, so another one. Yeah, hopefully for the holidays. All right. It's the food show. What else do we have to talk about? Oh, I wanted to ask, I wanted to ask, I saw your question. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know if that's stupid. I don't know. I don't know. I just wanted to ask you, though, about um, the seafood in Croatia, because everything you talked about was kind of meat-centric. And I, I mean, you're right there on the water. So what's that's the big because, kind of seafood thing? That's because I love to eat. I eat a lot of you know seafood here. I yeah. think our seafood's as good or the best that you're going to get. Period. And uh, the, I mean, they have seafood. They're mussels. Uh, they got a little town called Stun, where a lot of the oyster fishermen in Louisiana they come from. This little town called Stun. They they have a uh, a very similar process to what we have, where they have that constant mixing of fresh and salt water. So they you know so the oysters are really really nice. They tend to be a little saltier. So they're a little bit smaller, but incredibly tasty. Uh, the mussels are really good, and and then they've got fish. But it's you know when you get fish over there, it's full fish. It's fish, head, tail, the whole thing, and they they scale it, and then they bake it, fry it, grill it, whatever they do to it, and it's the whole fish. I don't like to work to eat food. I don't like to be spitting bones and picking through bones. And but uh, so, but but the oysters there, the mussels, um, yes. They, and they, again, they do a great a job. A ton of octopus. That's one of the few seafoods that, uh, although I eat, I'm just not real crazy about. I just haven't had. Uh, uh, just haven't really. It's. I remember it's we kind of, went to your... The squid are really good there. They you know, they do a great job frying and grill. Now, they'll do a lot of places there, and we used to do it in our restaurant before. They'll take the squid, they'll cut it up, and, and then they'll grill it. Uh, they'll co cook it on a griddle, and then they'll put, like, salt. Very, very simple. Salt, pepper, and garlic, and that's it. And then uh, there's a lot of people that'll do, like what we used to do also, the stuffed squid, where they take the ink and the tentacles, and they make a stuffing with that, and then they put that back into the body of the squid, and then they seal it and they bake it. And, oh, I'd and, go for uh, that. That was that's actually pretty good too. So I do eat a little bit of that seafood, but uh, you know, when I'm away from the restaurant, a lot of times I'm steak and potatoes kind of guy and meat and pork. And but I'm I'm happy in everything. Give me a burger, give me a drive-through, give me the finest restaurants in our city. I'm happy everywhere. You're a, you're a graduate of Rummel, aren't you? Class of 77 and very proud of it. And, uh, yeah, I'm class of 68. 
I, that means you're a little bit older than I am. I know. I, I'm very aware of that. <laughs> and which one of us is going to die first? Yeah, that reminds me. I haven't Dude, talked you and I are going to live forever. Never mind. You think dying. so? Absolutely. Okay. Hey, did you hear that? We're going to live forever. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> oh. Well, thank you we for the hospitality. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have a lot of restaurants to open. She just I got more restaurants to open. Ooh, yeah. I can tell. I talk Where to you, you guys, and I can tell who's done and who's not done. I'm not done. I know you're not done. We're actually, know. you know, I'd really, really like to do a restaurant in Baton Rouge, and uh, we've been kind of hit and miss, and uh, it, 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 I'm just waiting for the right deal, and hopefully, pretty soon, we'll have something to. Uh, another reason to go to Baton Rouge other than an LSU game. Do you ever think about going out of state? Well, I'm already out of state in Jackson, and uh, I mean, far out of state. Far out of state. Dude would love you to uh, come to Los Angeles. Well, it won't be Los Angeles because you know Los Angeles. We can't bring our oysters there. Yeah. Uh, Gulf California has banned Gulf oysters. Is that right? Uh, period. So crazy. unless they're post-harvest treated oysters, uh, they cannot that? be served in California. It's a rule that they have, and to my knowledge, Gulf oysters is the only food that's banned from one state to another state. You know, it, it would be like it would be like Louisiana saying, well, you know what, you can't bring California lemons into Louisiana, or you can't bring Georgia peanuts here, or oranges from Florida. Uh, you can't bring Gulf oysters into California. Crazy. It's almost like it's a foreign country. You know, there are three there are three flights to Los Angeles, and the middle one is supposed to be full of seafood in the belly. Yeah, oh, yeah I'm sure says, that's, that's true. That's flight. Yeah. But, Every now and then I get a, a pitch from the Oyster Bar in the Grand Central Station in New York City. Right. And they have oysters from all from over. From everywhere. Every time I get one of these press releases, and it's always about some oysters that they're I always write back to them and say, I don't see Louisiana oysters on this list. So when I actually go to the restaurant, I, I raise a ruckus about mm -hmm. it. Can you imagine that? Is it Me raising? Well, no, they just, they that's just a company don't. policy. They don't serve Gulf oysters. And I'll tell you and another company that does that too, and it's a company called Legal Seafood. It's, yeah, a, it's a great restaurant chain. In they Boston. do a really, yeah. really good, their food is really good. They do great operation. Yeah, but 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 I got to tell you, shame on them for not serving Gulf oysters. Amen. I'm with you. Period. That's a big operation. I mean, and they always give you some help. You know, help. It's garbage. Well, yeah, it's, it's garbage. It's, it's garbage. garbage. There's no excuse. And and the quality, I mean, it, I mean Louisiana oysters stand up to anything I've ever had. I'll put them up against everybody. Well, you know, they're probably afraid of all the people who are going to whine about, you know. The whiners. The whiners are what's holding us back. The people that don't want the romaine lettuce. Yeah, the hell Those people. <laughs> I'm glad we took care of that. If this was worth anything, having this meeting... More than that, I think. Uh, I'm looking forward to the when dinner. do we start I'm eating? Yeah. <laughs> When's now the food I'm coming? About the well, thank you again good. for letting us be here and, and, and absolutely my pleasure. And you know, dinner. my chance to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, uh, and, and Happy Holidays and everything. And it's uh, uh, it's a special time. It's a special time of year. And yes, I can't believe it's upon us already. But, uh, and, and how about a little who dat for our saints? Hey, who dat? There you go. Who dat? All right. How's Archie doing this year? <laughs> <laughs> Running joke? Yeah. Hard to explain. Gosh, we've about we run done. out of show here. How did that happen? Do all the
Yeah, we've done all the commercials. We've done everything. Everything's finished. Well, we have some spots for the dinner, so. We have some spots for the dinner. You can always come. This is, let's see if I can count it all. We're having the charbroiled oysters. We're having the, the shrimp, the shrimp fleur de lis. We're having the tacos with the, with the alligator in it. Then we're doing the salad with the crab meat. And then we're doing uh, lobster with the, pasta the lobster sauce. with the pasta and with the uh, petite filet. Petite filet. And homemade cheesecake and bread pudding. Homemade cheesecake and bread pudding. That's uh, big. Man, man that's, that's like 10 dishes. It's $75. It's Drago's in Lafayette. I, I, I wish it were in New Orleans. Just show up if you want to come. Yeah, just show up. We've. This is a big restaurant. It is. It is. Uh, that's it for, for today. We'll be back tomorrow.